What's up, everybody? Are you tuning in to the Challenge USA on CBS? Well, tune in to me, Tyson Apostle, as I break down each and every episode with my co-host, Amelia Wedemeyer. I'm also a contestant on the show, which gives you all the insider scoop. Amelia, how stoked are you to do this? Tyson, I'm freaking excited. I cannot wait to sit my butt down every single week to watch the show, then come here and recap it with you on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Do you know why I'm talking to you right now? I know, Rachel, I don't. You don't know. I'm assuming it's about Rambo. About the dog? Uh, I think so. That's what I would have said. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I am joined today by Callie Curry. We are traversing the day right now. Callie's in Australia and I'm in New York, so she's in the future. How does it feel? Feels great to be here. I fly back tomorrow and I completely just didn't live July 27th. Like it's just wow, never so just happened it. for me. It's really weird. Just completely missed it. It's also my brother's birthday. So just missed his birthday. <laughs> so that's like, that's the beginning of a good thriller of some kind. Like someone doesn't have an alibi. So they get framed because they just missed the entire day of July 27th. They're just like, nothing <laughs> yeah. they can do about it. Um, it's really yeah. weird. I'm somehow adjusted though. So. Okay, great. Perfect timing to now fly back. Fantastic. Well, good luck with that. Um, we got to talk about this episode. I just... First of all, I just want to share something about myself with you. Are you ready? Please. I'm really enjoying this season. I wasn't sure if I would, but I've been like really enjoying it. Hmm. Have you? I don't know. I mean, it's been fine. Um, people in my group chat, I love Island group chat, were asking me about this show and if they should watch it. And I was like, it's been entertaining this season. It, but, but like, I just don't think, I don't think it was like 
no, I have no idea like what's happening on a on an episode to episode <laughs> basis. I don't know if they know. It doesn't seem like they do. It seems like there's this is a total experiment, free for all. Do whatever you want. Let's just try to get through this. I think that's why I'm enjoying it because I'm just like I have no idea what's happening. It's it's just more unexpected stuff. I don't know. Just I I like how it's so weird, but. This week, I mean, we just got to talk about Rachel for a while. Obviously, we'll get to Gabby. But like, I'm just sort of really confused about what's happening here. One of my theories has been, if I was if I was a guy going on The Bachelorette, I would choose Rachel because she just seems more like the classic Bachelorette. But now here we are mm-hmm. two weeks in and she's just getting like... She just feels horrible. And she just feels like these guys aren't showing up for her. I'm, I'm very confused by what's happening. I just... Who is Rachel? I don't get it. Um, well, I think we know who Rachel is. I think she's struggling in this environment. She Mm -hmm. is probably, based off of what we know, she's very sweet, very earnest, as you like to say. Yeah. Um, beautiful, right? So like nine times out of 10, she's maybe even 10 times out of 10. She is the like hot, popular girl in the room. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And she was gonna win the Bachelorette, the Bachelor until she didn't. Like, I just... I, what? Yeah. What's going on here? I mean, she was like a front runner the whole time. And like, obviously, she ended up losing in a really weird way. But she was still the popular girl for 90% of that season. Right? Yeah. Like, absolutely. I feel like this is a whole new territory for her. And it's not... First of all, it's like not necessarily fair because I don't know. It's just... This is so... The season is bizarre. So I think she's struggling. I think so too. Let's go through the key Rachel moments from this episode and just try to understand what happened. Right after the... Um, right when the show opens, the beginning of the episode, one might call it, we see Hayden and it kind of sets the the scene for him to be a, uh, yeah. a jerk. And he talks about how he just used the language that Gabby used. Um, one thing we didn't see, which then comes up later, apparently Hayden was talking about Rachel's boobs comparing him comparing her to his ex-girlfriend and he was saying that he wouldn't choose either of them over his ex-girlfriend um i wish we had seen that we did see the clip where he was like neither one of them hold a candle to my ex yeah correct we did see that Which yes i also like i would love more like b-roll from yeah. these seasons in general cuz i'm like in what world did he feel comfortable saying that? And the, it was like a group of them. It wasn't like one-on-one. There was like 10 guys in the room when he said that. And I'm like, he thought that he could say that? I mean, this is a Bachelor trope, though. They do not... They purposefully don't show you like the alleged offense or whatever. Unlike Housewives, where it's like in black and white or like sepia tones, they show yeah. you like Lisa Rinna <laughs> doing something insane. They just they they make it like a he said, he said kind of thing. And it's all hearsay and you have no way of knowing what really happened. They do it intentionally, obviously. I I agree with you though. I'd rather like at least in a flashback show us Hayden saying that because it's really fucked up and weird. Yeah, I mean he said enough fucked up things that we did get to see. Yeah. That like about them overreacting. Uh, he said bitch at one So I don't think he called them bitches, which was the alleged, unless he said something else later. But he did but say he doesn't trust bitch. them. Yeah. yeah, he did say bitch. He also, 
I don't... Did Gabby say she was rough around the edges? That was the other thing. I was like, did we see that? I don't remember her saying that. I don't think we did. No, I don't think we did. But when guys use the word bitch, I think it's a lot harsher than when women use it. Like, it's, you know, like you can call yourself a bitch because like you are a woman. But like when guys use it, like as like a, you know, like weaponizing it, it's much, much worse. Agreed. I just don't think he was like, she's a bitch. I think she was like, he was like, this bitch. Which is yeah. still bad, but not as bad. You know what I mean? Also, just kind of weird. I don't know. Like, I very frequently am I, am I like this bitch. Like when I do, it's like usually to make fun <laughs> of someone who's usually a male. Usually, I honestly I think I use the term bitch more about NBA players than really anything else. <laughs> I also think that it's just such a one eighty since he came in as the southern like gentleman like so polite sweet yeah and all of a sudden you're calling girls bitches i'm like what happened (laughs) we'll come back to hayden and his um dog that i don't know if his dog's okay but wishing everyone the best rambo more on him to come um so she picks tino rachel picks tino for their one-on-one in paris first of all surprise surprise paris for your one-on-one is like the like one of the best things that can happen. Like I'm Tino is a lucky man, very lucky. I, I just compared to some of the other dates. I mean, that's so much better. Sure, but I think Tino could literally have a date in a garbage dumpster, and I would still be like, oh yeah, he's winning <laughs> because Rachel's so into him, or you're so into him, or both. Rachel's so into him. I'm fine with him. He's, he's fine. Yeah, I think he boring. seems fine too. Um, um, he said some weird things that I wanted to get like, into. Uh, and like in real world, I think he's like you know, good guy. Yeah, hey, he wouldn't be not my top choice of this bunch. I have a new person that we'll talk about later, but there's still two people, or there was one person. Now I think there's like two and a half people that are far above everyone else. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. If, if you're wondering, we're all in on Jason. We'll come back to him. But for the moment, <laughs> Tino... I went, I went really deep on both Tino and Jason this week. I'm not completely sure why, but just it just seems necessary. Um, so Tino, his brother, who is totally fine now, had leukemia 14 years ago. And as a result, Tino, his brother who was sick, and their other brother went to like this Ronald McDonald camp to... you know. You know, be entertained, feel better, and ever since he's like he's volunteered and raised tons of money for them, and he's like a big camp person. So am I, and so that makes me like Tino even more. And I'm glad that I learned that because I thought he said some really weird or just like seemed super boring on his date with Rachel. I mean, <laughs> when she was trying to explain is. to him, what boring? Yeah, like just because you know that he went to camp, all of a sudden he's not boring. No, he's so boring. Just like redeemed him a little <laughs> bit in my in my mind. Okay. I like him more. <laughs> I'm like he's still boring. The date was still boring, and they're in like the most romantic city in the world. But yeah, he's gonna win. I have like I'm as sure as I was about Rachel winning. I am about Tino winning, even though Rachel didn't win. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, but Rachel's so much less likely to change her mind. Plus, she just doesn't have a lot of options. Like. Who else is she going to pick? We'll talk... We can go through it when we talk about her group date. But her sit down with Tino, first of all, totally different style for her. Like when she... When they had their dinner in the church, she had like cat eye oh, yeah. makeup, which we've not seen at all. She was wearing a dress that showed a lot of cleavage, which we also have not seen at all. It was like 
she was really dressed up for this dinner date. I guess he was too. I just thought, I was just like, did she watch Moulin Rouge and think like, this is like what you're supposed (laughs) to look like in Paris, not really knowing what Moulin Rouge is about. I was just like, what is the style they're going for? Once again, it's just perplexing. We're just still on this Rachel style journey. I think it's going to continue throughout the entire season. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure it's getting better. I'm really not oh, sure. Oh, really? Anyway, last week, you were really trying to convince me <laughs> that it was gradually getting better. It is horrible. It's really bad. Yeah, I heard two formal looks this week at the rose ceremony and on the date with Tino. Rose ceremony both- was bad. Really bad. She just doesn't seem comfortable in those dresses. Like, it's just not... It's just, like, not what works for her or, like, what's best for her. And on the flip side, Gabby looks great. I didn't like her dress for the rose ceremony either. I think she looks comfortable. Yes, she does. She looks comfortable. I agree. And even in her beret, looks fine. Like, her coat was cute. (laughs) Like, she just looks... She looks like she's dressing herself more than... Like, Rachel looks like someone else is dressing her. Yeah, Gabby's rainy day in Paris outfit was really, really cute. It's like what you would imagine one to wear for a rainy day in Paris. By the way, I feel like the rain made it even better because they had to like cuddle, like like both couples had like cuddle underneath the umbrella and it was just sort of like, I don't know, that's bad hair weather, but everything else about it is good, I think. It seemed, seemed delightful. Anyway, so Rachel and Tino, she uses their dinner to explain how she's were like, one of her big fears is that she um because she's so committed to her career as a pilot she'll have a hard time finding a guy and <laughs> i just feel like tino didn't understand what she was saying the entire time like i just think he was he was really confused and at one point when she was explaining how um you know, there's certain like stereotypes about or certain trends with people in her industry and how they get married at a certain age or they can't have a traditional family life. He responded by being like, Yeah, people in my industry get married really young. Tino's a contractor. I just don't think that's true. I don't think yeah. it's like a contractor thing and they get married really young. <laughs> Where is Tino from? Um, Southern California. Yeah. I... Big Kobe Bryant fan. Well. The combination of contractor and Southern California doesn't add up to getting married young. No, not at all. <laughs> it was so confusing. I did. I honestly wasn't confused in the moment. I think I completely forgot what Tino did. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe his farm work, they probably do get married young. <laughs> but he does not work on a farm. Yeah. Or... I was like, yeah, okay. I, I see that. But no, a contractor from Southern California? No. No, sir. That's No way. No No way. So I just think he had no idea what she was saying. Because also... Or like, just stop listening. You know, sometimes if someone's just talking for a long period of time, it's kind of boring. You just zone out. Yeah. Because then then when he was like... She asked him if he wanted a family and he said yes. And he was like, is that a deal breaker for you? It's like, dude, she just spent the last 10 minutes explaining how she wants a family. She was like, no, no, no. I want a family. So happy to hear you say that. It just was he just def, he definitely was not listening at all. I thought it was I thought it was really funny. Um but I also it does seem like him and Jason like each other like when they were chatting outside of the cafe. Oh yeah. That was cute. Yeah. It was cute. I thought it was weird that they were like right there. And yeah. uh Gabby and <laughs> Rachel were literally right behind them 
through windows and they acted like they couldn't see them. Also, like the they were like, how was the your date? How did Jason? Yeah, and the way that Tino and Jason were sitting is like their backs weren't completely to them. So like in their peripheral vision, they could have seen the women just standing there. No, they did. <laughs> like, yeah, so. they were they were sat to the side. And I felt like Gabby and Rachel were like over their shoulder, like they can't see us and we're listening in on their combo. It's like, no, they know you're there. They're purposely saying what they're saying so that you can hear them. And also the Gabby, do you have to go to the bathroom? They could just be like, Hey, let's go inside and get a drink or like, let's go inside for a second or I'm cold. Like they didn't have to, you know, pull the weird bathroom line. I mean, also like they see you. <laughs> the whole thing was just like I don't even know what they could have well, done to make that normal. It was just weird. Hey, can we go inside so that we can eavesdrop on what you're saying? That's well, they couldn't that even hear anything. No one can. They can't hear each other, hear each other through the glass. I don't know. Can't sometimes you can't. No. Was there an open no. window? Like we don't know. There's no way know. they heard them, but. What's even more surprising to me, though, is through the window, you didn't see any cameras. Like, how were they shooting Jason and Tino if we didn't see any cameras looking at them? <laughs> that was weird to me, too. I was just like, do they very, have, I mean, very tr- trickery. You know how they do I those, guess. like, they filmed them at one, like, they filmed Gabby and Rachel's point of view and then filmed mm-hmm. the other point of view, but not at the same time. I was. I guess I'm. I'm. I'm not giving them enough credit. I was impressed by that. But um, anyway, Tino was just so boring. But Rachel loved him. I guess I'm happy for him. That's great. I'm happy for both of them. I want them just to be happy because, like, you know, he's clearly winning. Um, but let's keep talking about Rachel for a second. So Gabby gets the first group date. It's a boxing date. One question about that: When they have these people speaking French. And they don't translate it. Do you think they? Do you think someone does translate it on site, and they don't tell you? They don't show us. <laughs> they have to. They have to. All the guys oh, just there like, mm-hmm, and then they go and do exactly what they say. Yeah, no, someone's definitely translating. Also, can what's his name speak French? I'm blanking right now. Who? Oh. Jesse. Jesse, thank you. I was going to call him Justin. No, Jesse. No, Can Jesse, Jesse Palmer French? does not. No, but he's definitely working on his pronunciation. Lachav, he's does not speak French. I feel though. like he did a really good job. The man's a broadcaster. He, it's like not too much to ask that he learned how to say a few French phrases properly. I think it is too much to ask. Most <laughs> people can't get that accent down. He had it down huh? and was like saying it pretty well. <laughs> he, I guess so. Yeah, when he said Lachav, I was like, oh, okay, good job, Jesse. Um, Quick detour before we come back to what the F is going on with, Gat- with Rachel. I'm disturbed by how large the cruise ship is, the Virgin cruise ship that they're on. I mean, it is so big. I mean, I, I guess that's just how big cruises are, but I've never been on one or really like thought about it. And it's fucking huge. It's crazy. Yeah, it's very normal. I did not even like have a... I didn't even... It didn't even go across my mind. Like that's how normal it is. I myself has never been, have never been on a cruise trip, but you see them all the time in Florida. They're all like mm. that. They're all that size. There's actually like bigger ones. How many... 
how many people total could be living on this cruise ship for this production? Like maximum 150? Max? Oh God, no, way more for sure. No, no. I mean like right now, like not how many people like could it accommodate, but like for filming the Bachelorette, there's like oh, the crew oh, oh, of the oh, boat, oh. like putting them aside. But like how many people for like production and the guys and like and everyone involved in the show, like it just cannot be more than 150 people. And so I'm just like, do they use most of the crews? Like what? Like I don't even understand what you would do with that much empty space on the water. So confusing to me. I don't know, but they definitely have a ton of empty space. Yes. They, also, I assume all the guys get their own rooms now, right? I bet they made them room together to like drive them insane, but they they clearly could. There's no shortage of available rooms on this cruise ship. <laughs> if they make them room together, that's crazy. I bet they <laughs> that, do. With we'll, how many we'll rooms out, there are? I mean, do they even get the nicest rooms? Probably not. And like, think about like the really nice suites that are on that cruise. Yeah, I'm sure Gabby and Rachel get those. But there's more than two. Jesse Palmer yeah, gets yeah, one. Mike Flex gets on? one. There's no way he's like on it. I bet he is. The whole time? Well, he probably gets to stay on, on land for part of yeah. it. But I don't know. But like when Logan just needs to talk to him, like I hope Jesse's on hand. He can't helicopter over all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is this is a good question that we need some insight, like the logistics of the cruise ship. Cause it seems like they're just gonna stop at like different port cities. Yeah. They're next they're going to Bruges. We'll come back to that. Um also, I, yeah. Very odd choice since it's cold. Well, yeah, they were they were like very chilly in Paris. And and then at the rose ceremony when they were wearing those like those capes, I was like, what is this? Winterfell? They look like fucking Sansa <laughs> Stark. I just personally don't really want to be on a boat when it's like chilly outside. Like what are, I don't what are they no, doing in their free not. time? They're just like in that little like room. I mean they have so much space. That's why we need to know like how much do they actually use. Also, well, this is just a question I had. Why do the guys and why do Gabby and Rachel have to be separated? Like just because they're like separating out their respective dating journeys, why can't they all just commingle? Like, I don't understand why the guys have to be on two different floors and Gabby and Rachel, like, we really miss each other, but it's for the best. Like, is it for the best? Like, they should get to talk to each other every day. I don't really understand the purpose of that. Well, they're still going to talk to each other, right? They talk to each other on this episode. Yeah, but they don't see each other every day. They're like... They're just, they're just not going on the dates together. No, they don't see each other every day anymore. Like, they go a few days at a time without seeing each other. Why? They said that. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm asking you. I, I don't know why. Yeah, no. I think the guys should be able to see each other. Like when they saw each other, they were like, oh, we miss you guys or whatever. Yeah. Like, which since we're still on Rachel, I guess. I think like that probably is playing into this whole no one's paying attention to me. Well, the reason I brought up the boxing date was because I, I like Rachel and I feel bad for her. But I just have no sympathy over this eye contact situation. She was upset that the, her guys who were watching the boxing did not make eye contact with her. Contact with her across the room, and it like sent her into a tail, like the probably the worst tailspin she's had the season so far. And I'm just like, what was she expecting? Like that's kind of a ridiculous expectation. Yeah. I had no sympathy for that at all. I thought all of it was weird. I don't expect them to get random eye contact with you. I don't expect them no. on Gabby's date to make this about you, 
Like they're also just like trying to be respectful of the process. They probably don't even think they can go over there and talk to them since it is Gabby's date. They're seeing guys that they haven't seen in a while and they're fighting. It's pretty natural (laughs) for the guys to be like, oh, cool. Let's watch them fight. There are semi-friends like punching each other. I want to watch and see who wins. (laughs) Like it was just, I'm like, Rachel, relax. Yeah. Seriously, she's really in her own head. And she also, I think, is just... um, She's jealous of how the guys respond to Gabby completely regardless of of how they respond to her. But when she was like really touched by Nate's introduction to his fight, which that made no sense, uh, I was just like, Rachel, calm down. He's just like... This is like not particularly genuine just because he noticed a few things. Like, okay, so he's just like an observant guy. Also, it's part of the challenge to get up there and say yeah. something. It's not like he was like, <laughs> stop everything. Let me say something and profess my love. <laughs> they literally told them, go and say something about Gabby. But I think, and she talked about this on her one-on-one date. I think that she's just really insecure right now. And she's probably yeah. not used to that feeling. So she's like picking up on like anything that doesn't seem like all the attention's on her. Yeah. And I think that also there's some, uh, clearly there's like, you know, manipulation behind the scenes, but also one thing that happened during the Tino um, dinner portion of their one-on-one was like, she's like, thank you so much for checking in when he brought up the previous rose ceremony. But he actually didn't oh, yeah. ask her a question. He never said like, how are you doing? Or like, are you feeling better? So I just think she's like so concerned about how they're viewing her and like their perspective based on... What it looked that. like. Yeah. And so... She, Which was, is fair. But that was just ridiculous. And and that's why she should be able to talk to Gabby every day though. Like I feel like she wouldn't be as going as crazy. Yeah, but like also, don't you feel like... I don't know, like the conversations with her and Gabby have been, this episode wasn't bad, but like the previous episodes has been all about like one of them really struggling and how bad things are. Yeah, but I just think that like in terms of mental health, talking to a friend who can support you would probably help you from spinning out the way that she did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I just think they also kind of like feed on each other's negativity. Like... Yeah, when she came back and Hayden. She was like, Hayden said this and da 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 da. Um, this is before Hayden got eliminated last last week. Like they both were like, oh my gosh, who do they think they are? Da 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 da. Like they like rile each other up. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have they just share like the highs and the lows, and they don't share like anything in between, I guess. Um, but let's talk about Rachel's group date, which was like one of the worst group dates. It's the art of romance, and they have like two romance experts and they just did all these things that were like so unappealing and like not even funny watching a guy that you might be interested in make out his own fist no thanks rachel smelling their armpits absolutely not and then like flirting with everyone watching you so uncomfortable it led it led zach to almost strangling rachel like that was just like such an awful date but i (laughs) didn't show anyone having fun uh yeah there wasn't like a bright spot in the date I also no. just like there wasn't an ounce of romance. No, none. Literally none. Like in- I would have left that day and been like, mm, I don't think any of these guys are the one for me. 
Is smelling armpits romantic? No. No, but like, is it actually, or is it just something that they came up with to make them do like weird stuff? Um, the only point of reference I have is when Oscar Isaac smelled Jessica Chastain's arm last year at the Venice Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um that went viral. So I don't know, maybe for some people, but like I guess you're supposed to like be attracted to each other's like sense as like part of like get the pheromone situation. I, I don't know. But is that a I, uh, I, I just don't know. No interest in smelling. Of course armpit. not. So, so gross. And she didn't really seem into any of those guys and they did not seem to be having fun with her either. So... Also, flirting isn't just something that you're like, flirt. I know. Like, you have to Flirting is like having a converse... No, not, not even just feel it. Like, it's not something that you just like go and do. Like, it's like you're in a conversation and you can start doing it. Like, I don't even... Like, the action of flirting, like, the only thing I can think of is like, oh, batting your eyelashes. Like there isn't like running. You can actually like go take off. Like there's an action that you can do. Flirting isn't like a specific thing. It's like in the moment you can do it. Yeah. So when, so with Zach, when they were like flirt, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is he supposed to do right now? (laughs) So he tries like dancing and I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I would have done. Like, no, but a guy too. Like if you're a guy, Juliet, flirt, what are you doing? Hey, I think how you doing? Pick up line, yeah, like some kind of yeah, like, which is just as cheesy. I would have so rather cheesy. been choked. I would have <laughs> rather been choked than a pick up. Like he was trying to do like some physical touch. Like I feel like that's what he was going for. Obviously, it didn't fully translate, but also Rachel being like super uptight and like ah, yeah. about it didn't help. Like if she was more like loose and like ah, like flowing with him dancing, it wouldn't have been that bad. Rachel's just not thriving. That's the issue. You're right. Like she just was having no fun at all, even though she said at the end she was. Like, and you could see it in the rose ceremony too. When she's talking to Hayden, she's just like, fucking get me out of this conversation. Like she did not give a <laughs> shit about Rambo, his dog. And she was just Yeah, she was like <laughs> She that was, was like, actually Thank you so much. It was so <laughs> clear. She's like, Thank you so much for sharing this with me. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Like she did not care (laughs) I was laughing when he like was talking about it and then Tino just walked up and was like hey can I interrupt and Rachel could not have gotten up faster I know and everyone noticed to Hayden's Hayden's defense I understand why he was a little pissed that being said I was not fully paying attention to Hayden either during this conversation and so I thought he was talking about his grandfather. Like I missed the dog piece. <laughs> and so at first I was like, whoa, that was really rough. Like she should have like given him a little bit more empathy and like stayed. And then they started saying Rambo. And I was like, his grandpa's name is Rambo? <laughs> and then when she called him back and he, she was like, do you know what this is about? And he was like, well, I assume you're talking about Rambo. And she was like, the dog? And I was like, ah, that's what I missed. A dog makes much more sense than a I grandpa. Really, I really enjoy that. I'm not a dog lover. I, you know, I don't wish death upon any dog. And I hope that everyone's, I hope that all living creatures thrive. But I thought it was pretty funny how she was just like, without saying it, she was like, I don't give a shit about your dog. That's basically how she <laughs> responded when he brought that up. <laughs> but also, like, I am a dog lover. 
I'm probably like, <laughs> I feel bad. Like, I don't know you that well, Hayden. I feel bad for your dog, but like, you're going to be okay. Also, he was sharing that story as evidence of like how much he was excited to be dating her and glad to be there. And it's also on the flip like, side. You should like, know how badly I want to be here since <laughs> I left my dog that only has a few months. I'd be like, like well, what? maybe hate actually maybe Hayden don't come on if he means so much to you. Like that's okay too. <laughs> it was just it was or it was a lose. Maybe lose. he didn't mean that much since you left with him and on his dying days you left. He just come, really to come, sucks. To come here to call me a bitch. Yeah. She she basically was like, they did her Meatball did her a favor. She needed a reason to get rid of Hayden and Meatball gave it to her. So thanks to Meatball. He he has some some purpose. I have. Mm. I actually liked how he made Meatball handle it. He was very quick. He didn't try to make it into this big drama. He was just like, "Here, this is what happened." You're. Tr- I. I. He's trying to get trust back from her from obviously leaving her hanging, which they never. <laughs> like they very, very, very briefly went over how he declined the rose and somehow got back in. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide, and get one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. I have a question. So Rachel's just... This is a disaster. She still has Tino, Tyler... Avon, Meatball, Zach, Ethan, and Logan. Ethan, uh, excuse me. I was about to say Ethan is Meatball, but he's not. Ethan is the marketing professional who's like gotten to speak like three times. Um, is there a chance Rachel doesn't finish this out? Is there a chance it becomes Rachel and Tino and she's just like, fuck it, we're done here? No. No? None? I don't think so. No. Okay. Okay. She seems like a rural, rural follower. I, I can't know, imagine she's just... her pulling a Claire. She's just not thriving. Like she, I just really mm. feel for her. I like her, and like I can't even. I think defend she everything. would have done much. Well, this is the thing. One, I think she would have done much better if it was her own season. So that's first, because I think them having to compare each other against each other. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. 
it's hurting both of them, not just Rachel. Like last week, it was Gabby. Like it's just, it's hurting both of them. It's not allowing either of them to feel like fully confidently in themselves, which I don't like. So that's one. Yeah, it sucks. Two, it seems like this group of guys was heavy on, which might've been purposeful. I don't know. We don't know what the, you know, these producers are trying everything, but the guys seem heavy on Gabby's type and not really on Rachel's. Mm. So she had her own full season where all the guys were picked based off her preferences and they picked a whole bunch of Rachel guys. I think A, she would be much more confident, but B, she'd be in a better spot. Like there's maybe out of that group of guys you just named, maybe three that I think are actually Tino, Avon, and like... Zach. Maybe Zach. Maybe Zach. <laughs> Strangler based Zach. Choking. <laughs> yeah, based off his choking, it didn't seem like there was a lot of chem there. But yeah, so like two and a half guys on her side, I'm like, okay, I could see a future with them. And I'm saying Avon because he's nice and attractive. I haven't seen any real chemistry be- <laughs> between them. We barely seen them talk. Yeah, they talked on the football field, but then they just quickly were making out. So wasn't that much yeah. going on. Um, yeah, so... Let's talk about Logan no. for a second. So, And then we'll talk about Gabby. So Logan no longer is interested in Rachel, but he accepts her rose because he wants to talk to Gabby to tell her tell Gabby how he feels. How should Logan handle this? Because his strategy seems to be he needs to talk to Gabby before talking to Rachel. Like, What is the actual order of operations he should be, he should be following? Well, it's, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are because the other thing is like he tells well, Rachel no and then he's off the it's boat. Just like, and then, it's well, just no, like yeah, yeah, I'm saying like I don't even, I don't, yeah, I don't know what's decent in this situation because I guess the decent thing is to tell Rachel and then you just give up on your chances with Gabby. That's like the. I think you thing have to, to tell because, Rachel and get her blessing. I think there's no way Gabby moves forward with Logan without Rachel saying it's okay. So I feel like I feel like Logan has to talk to Rachel first. But he doesn't seem to think that. I don't think... He also... I think if he actually wants a chance with Gabby, that it's... The way things have gone thus far, if he says that to Rachel, then Rachel goes to Gabby and was like, can you believe he disrespected me like that? He took my rose and he didn't even want me and da-da-da-da-da. Done. No chance with Gabby. Like, I don't think there's a win. There's no win here. There's... I can't see it... The only the only thing Logan has going for him is that Gabby was interested in him. Yes, she was. And just gave she it, was. gave him to gave him to Rachel because she was like, that's what Rachel wants. Yeah, she's gonna let her off. have him. But I think if Logan went to her and said, I'm having a dilemma, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if Gabby would like take him on, but I think she would want to. Yeah, I think so. so too. I think there's a there's a chance going to Gabby first helps him with not just getting eliminated or not just allowing Rachel to go and bash him and then it's over. Which, by the way, I'm not... I mean, this is not... This is not me, like, killing Rachel. I think 99% of all of us, including me, if a guy's like, yeah, I took your rose, but never mind. I kind of want your friend. All of us are going to be like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. I would just be like, okay, never speak to me again. Hope to never see you again in my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, But the um, other weird thing is, like, he told Jesse... And then yeah. accepted the rose. So it's Jesse like, yeah, good luck to you, Rachel. I think Rachel's so destabilized <laughs> and there's so few guys to begin with that they were like, Logan, just please wait. Like, I feel like producers are probably <laughs> just like, now is not the time, Logan. Hold it together for us for a little bit. 
There's yeah, no, maybe. There's no I, other explanation. Because he was so I out on still, her. still don't see that him... I don't like... Uh, the, I don't... I feel like most other guys would make me be like, ugh, taking the rose makes me feel like you're a bad guy. Still don't feel that with Logan. I feel like he's kind of like, I don't really know what to do. Which this is a very new situation. So there's not even like past seasons where he can be like, oh, this is how I should handle it. Right. There's like, no one knows how to handle this. Right. That's why I was asking. But I think, I think he still has to go to Rachel first. But I don't know. Classic. I mean, the best case scenario for the show is a love triangle. And I will say, I'm like, looking forward to seeing how it plays out, even though I feel bad for everyone. <laughs> Somehow I do think he ends up in Gabby's group. I do too. They're just too few guys. They can't let them go. They need them to stay. I mean, we have so Yeah, we have but six it does suck left. that Rachel... Rachel, like... Okay, so there's two guys on Rachel's side. How many potentials do you see on Gabby's? Gabby. Okay, so Nate, obviously. We love Nate. And then... Mm-hmm. Mario? No. He barely got a rose. He was last this week. We haven't heard from him since week one. Michael, mm-hmm. no way. He hasn't spoken at all. Johnny, literally, they like she like likes him and she has mentioned him a few times, but I have never heard him speak, I don't think. He's not getting a lot of TV time. No. Eric seems like the guys like him, but I don't think he's serious for Gabby the way like they just did not have a connection based I think on what he's we've a seen with other guys. Potential though. I think he's a sure. potential. Nate, yes. Spencer, yes. And then Jason, definitely. We'll talk about him in a second. But so that means... And then maybe Logan. Right, and maybe Logan. So she has like five and Rachel has two. Sad. That's really sad. It sucks. I would feel really shitty. Also, out of of her five, three of them, we know there's actually a connection there. Yeah, definitely. And out of Rachel's two and a half, maybe. We didn't mention Tyler. Out of Rachel's two and a half, which I don't know if I believe in Tyler. But anyways, we've seen one connection in Tino. Tyler reminds me of like the prototypical like annoying younger brother. I don't know if he is. I don't, I have no idea, but he just like strikes me as like an annoying younger brother. That's what I see from him. I don't know why. But who cares? We got to talk about Jason. Jason Alabaster of Memphis, Tennessee. He of all the therapy, fucking love Jason. He and Gabby went on their Paris one-on-one and um Gabby said he's a man of few words. And then when we did get to hear from him at their dinner date, man, did I love it. I love Jason. And then I Googled him hardcore, a real a real deep dive. I found his work email <laughs> online and perused his entire uh, the entire website of his company, this financial company in Southern California. I love Jason. I will no longer call him Michael Buble because I finally respect him. I'm just all in. What was your favorite thing about Jason, Callie? Mm. There's well, a lot to pick from. Hap- this didn't happen on the episode. But I... Well, kind of. I really appreciated how he was talking about how he is private. And I was thinking about how his socials are private. And I'm like, literally, no one comes on this show and makes their socials private. They are trying to get as many followers as possible. And doesn't seem like he cares about that at all. If I'm no. Gabby, that is the biggest green flag in the world. What That's are you a great here point. for then? That means you're here solely to see if you have a connection. And if you don't, you're probably going to want to go home. But 
doesn't seem like he's here there for anything else. Like to me, everyone else, even guys we like, they want the followers. They want the Definitely. fame. They want to be able to become influencers. That's part of the, the shtick of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. He's not doing that. Yeah. I How is that it. not a green flag? It's, no, I totally agree with you. He just went public with his Instagram, but his LinkedIn and his Twitter are both private. There's like not a ton of information about him. And he should be Googleable because he is like, they made it seem like tennis was a hobby for him that he like had some emotional complex around, but he's actually a really accomplished tennis player. He was a two time All American at Rollins College. He's like been playing his whole life. He's also like just, I, I did, he's a really family oriented, spends a lot of time with his family. He seems great and just like a pretty normal, legit guy. Also, like, I loved how he was specific about the kind of therapy he does about like his, mm-hmm. like, the inner child work. I was just like, this is not mm-hmm. like some bullshit. He was like, he no, was talking about he really what was he's doing. Done. It. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just to note, Rollins is a very good academic school. So, he, well, obviously, even him, the way he was talking about therapy, he's obviously not dumb. Smart. He's a smart yeah. guy. Um, and, Seems like his pockets are pretty full. <laughs> he's definitely rich. He seems like he grew up. He's from Memphis, Tennessee, though he lives in Santa Monica now. I like a Southern guy who doesn't have a really strong accent. I just feel I don't know why. That's like a terrible bias. I'm not like against the accent, but there's something about it where it's like very unassuming. But yeah, he's clearly from like a wealthy family, and now he works in finance. Most people who play tennis, the 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 financial barriers to being really good at tennis are pretty significant. So. Most time, most of the time. Also, he went to a school. I would wonder what the statistics are, but I would assume, having grown up around the corner, that like eighty percent of the kids that go there, and that's being generous because it's probably more, come from like pretty well-off families. Like, what's it called? One of you know, I'm not good with this type of music, but one of the Beatles' daughters like went there. It's like that. Um, level one of Paul McCartney's daughters. Yes, cool. He has two, Stella. Yeah, actually, Stella, Mary, maybe one other. I'm a, I'm a recent Beatles fan as of like the last six months, and I watched <laughs> uh, Get Back on Disney Plus. And so then I and then like when I would get really into something, I basically like just try to learn everything possible and get become really obsessed and learn a lot of facts. So I have a lot of Beatles facts if you need them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a very expensive area, very like cutesy town, but it's like pretty, pretty rich school. Rollins College in Winter Park, Florida, in case you're wondering what we're talking about. Uh, I don't know if yeah. you said it. Anyway, he but seems great. All of that good. Yeah, all of that good. The way he was talking to her. I just thought, how many times on the on any of these reality television shows do we watch where they have like that in depth of a conversation about something that like is real in the real world. So it's not just one. Yeah. And it's not just one person telling their story. Usually on these shows, you hear one person telling like the worst, most dramatic thing that has ever happened in their life. And the other person just being like, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like this was like a back and forth of like their experience in therapy and how it's helped them become who they are today. That's not normal. Also, I felt the way that Gabby was talking to him about her relationship with her mom. The fact that she um, didn't feel like she needed a moment the way that she did with Eric when she was telling him indicated to me that she felt like it was like a comfortable and like safe space where she wasn't so self-conscious and like she could just kind of explain it to him. And he understood the language she was using because he's also been in therapy and 
It was pretty special. It was great. Yeah. Also, it was great. I like that they had some real like first date awkwardness as well. Like when she said, "Did you enjoy your break?" and break in the middle of the day, and he was like, "Yeah, I took two showers." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it's like really? Did you? Okay. And then she was like, "Yeah, these European showers—they're weird because they won't go above forty degrees Celsius." And I'm like, "Ah, hotter." Like, forty degrees just... Celsius is really hot, by the way. That's like a hundred degrees. A hundred degrees. Yeah. yeah. That's really hot. Um, this leads us to a new segment that we will be doing every week, which is calling out the funniest thing Gabby said. Obviously, I didn't wear the right hairstyle to look good in a beret. I look like maybe a bald baby, that queen from Snow White, um, uh, a chef, and anything but good. And <laughs> I would say, for me, it was when she and Jason were in the beret shop and she was talking about how she looked in all the different berets. And she was like, I look kind of like a bald baby. Because she had like <laughs> a beret on. It was covering all of her hair. <laughs> it was so funny. I, I find most of what comes out. She's just so goofy. But my favorite moment was same mo- same time frame. But when she compared herself to the Queen of Snow White... Because I immediately <laughs> saw like the picture of her in my head and I was like, wow, yeah. like how did she recall that so quick? Like, when's the last time you saw Snow White? That's not like a movie that comes <laughs> on. You know what I mean? Like Lion King, yeah, I may have saw- seen it in the last three years. Snow White, no, especially if you don't have kids. Very, very good <laughs> callback and on point. Perfect. Yes. She um she just seems like very real. So we just love Gabby around here. Hope to meet her one day or at least interview her over Zoom, you know? That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of felt bad for her, but not really that her group date then became all about Rachel. Like I was, I was in my second watch, I was like, did I miss some Gabby stuff? I just feel like not much Gabby stuff happened, but there was actually so little, even with her and Spencer, she chooses him for like the one-on-one time afterwards. And I was like glad to get like a, a little bit of a Spencer insight and he's a military guy he seemed fine but like clearly it was just like so like nothing there that they just were like all right hard pivot to rachel crying (laughs) yeah he seems like a really nice guy i don't think he's honestly he seems like he'd be better with rachel yeah i think so too he also seems like he'll be great in paradise like fairly vanilla probably like willing to do whatever good looking good looking Mm -hmm. can go on dates like a lot of different women yeah i I think he's cute I, i liked him but um yeah no me too and then, yeah, I mean, Gabby just like got totally overshadowed by all of Rachel's drama. I guess, I guess you'd rather be the one who's getting overshadowed, but um, by the drama, point, yeah. At this point, do you think that Jason could unseat Nate from being number one in Gabby's heart? Yeah, you do. Wow, huh? I do. I don't think so. I, I think, think the fact. I think that conversation. So you think Nate wins? I do. Oh, and also, Rachel did an inter- Rachel and Gabby did an interview together last week where Gabby referred to her man, basically like confirming she's with someone. So mm-hmm. the only thing I was thinking about this, I feel like with Jason, the fact that he doesn't want to be famous, even though that's like a great green flag, the fact that he has his social media and just all of his stuff like pretty private, like suggests to me that he's like trying to maintain some level of privacy. And I just feel like if you end up with the Bachelorette, you set all your stuff public. You're, You're just not going like, to get that. Yeah. yeah. But on Embrace the other it. hand with Nate, I don't think this is like in any way a 
bad thing about Gabby, but I just feel like I'm not sure she's ready um, to be a mom or be a stepmom or like be in, you know be a presence in Nate's child's life. And so that's like my one hesitation for her and Nate. I don't know. I think because of her life, her experience in life, I cannot imagine her taking that lightly. So I think if she yeah. does end up with Nate, that she would take it very seriously. I hope like, so. I think that's she's, something she's... that she wouldn't just do. Like, I think she would be yeah. like, am I ready? Can I do this? Am I... This is like, what's going to be my life? That's, that's a good point. Yeah, like she would she would never just be like, yeah, sure, I'll meet your daughter and then never speak to her again yeah, or whatever. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she would option, even like though. be with Nate. Great, great, great option. But you know, there's you, we'll see what happens. I could see like, I could see Logan coming in strong. Maybe I just think that Jason and Nate though are so much better than everyone else. Like, who else could potentially come close? No, I mean, even though she's got more to consider, and like Spencer seems like a good guy, like those two are just clearly front runners. I think out of the entire group of guys that Nate and Jason seem head and shoulders above everyone else. But Agreed. as we talked about in the very beginning of this season, do I think that Gabby knows that? I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to find out. Um, Wait. Well, yes? Who? I don't know what week you're on. Week four? We're on week four. I assume you're picking Gabby. I think so. Rachel's just a real downer. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You she know, I have been picking like the person. She doesn't seem like she's having fun. She doesn't seem comfortable. She's not happy. And like, yeah. that's just, I think, kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. But I don't know. I do really like her. I just, and I think that like, she seems like a, a great person. But for dating material based on the show alone, I'm definitely making Gabby. I want to be with the person who wants to have I, fun. Yeah. I think that if she was confident, which she probably is every other time in her life, she's probably a better version of herself and her confidence being knocked is like really messing with her. So I do feel yeah. bad because I think we're getting, we're not getting the like best version of her. She was better even on The Bachelor when she was competing against 30 girls, but she knew that and she, she said that. was like one of the favorites. Yeah. So I think, I think that was a pretty sad moment. Not, when... I, I hope. Um, God, I know even the guys were like, can, can we just give her one good week? Like, I know. Let's, nothing happened. So obviously Logan doing this isn't... Although she gave Logan the rose last. So maybe she's like, I don't fucking care. I didn't like you anyway. Well, she said to him, we'll talk next week, I promise. Like she just didn't talk to him all week. So... Yeah. Well, so that is also going to shake her. I would love for her to find her like a confidence and get her groove back. So far, I've been picking the person I feel bad for, but... I think Gabby really shined this week, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Gabby this week. She she really did. Um, I have one last Gabby thought. I was talking to Bill Simmons about this. I realized that Gabby reminds me of um, like the fembots in Austin Powers. Like like she looks like she could turn into a robot. That would be like her nipples would turn into guns or something. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Also, her personality is kind of like that. Like it's very. Yeah. Eh, 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 eh. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had one last thought. I wrote this down, and the previews for next week. Logan says, like, 
you know, I got to take my chance, blah, blah, blah. It's like this whole like monologue. And then at the end, he's like, you know, they say fortune favors the bold. And I'm like, what? Did someone write that for him? Like, do people have just he like seems quotes like... in the back of their head? Well, I think that one is like pretty cheesy one. Or well known. Yeah. But it's just like, why would you say that? It's just such a weird quote to he, I don't know I think in general like when people talk in quotes it really turns me off but I totally agree I don't really believe in producer plants but just the fact that he did not that he accepted the rose this week I'm just like okay so he's really close to the producers because the sit down with Jesse like not being sure what to do talking in quotes like he's just going for screen time like he's really like not genuine at all I mean, maybe he's genuine and not being interested in Rachel, but it seems like the best thing he could do for himself to get more screen time is want to switch teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't trust Logan. I didn't trust him from the start. Yeah. I'm still so-so on him, but that quote really threw me. <laughs> I was like, ugh. Yeah. I, he's... Uh, so, yeah. I, I will say, like I told you the beginning of this season, the beginning of this episode, loving the season. So I look forward to next week. I love I love when they when I can't predict what's going to happen. It's great. Um, thank you so much to Devin Manzi for producing this episode. Thank you to the Clock app on iPhones for allowing Callie and I to coordinate <laughs> timing, though she is in Australia. And I will be back on Thursday. Guest TBD. You'll have to figure that out. And um, just a reminder, we're talking so much more reality TV over on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. So subscribe to that as well. Callie and I both pop up on it. Have a great week and just keep in mind fortune favors the bold. <laughs> Bye. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kids' education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.